if you're going to be an elk hunter, you know, you have to consider Wyoming because it has unbelievable opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, they have a, you know, I mean, once you figure out the system, it makes sense and, and there's logic yeah. to it, but it's quite complicated if, if you've never dabbled in that. Yep, exactly. They have multiple different type, you know, um, they have regular tags, they have special yep. tags, they have regular yep. random, Here. they have special yep. random, they oh, have regular wow. preference points. They and have then all your types, yep, they, all the types for the limited licenses. They have, they have a whole bunch of different wow, types. Wow, I'm ready to go. This sounds uncomplicated and easy to do. We haven't even talked about numbers yet. Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Get ready to hunt the world and let's get started. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. I think there's only like 11,000 deviations of that intro I can do. Um, but at least I'm trying to figure out some new ones. You can change your voice inflection. That's what, that's what I mean. The I voice mean, you inflection. can change the syllable. You can it's, even letters and punctuation could, well, matter, right? If I was Bailey, I could do it in uh, uh, New Zealand and oh Australian gosh. and English. Uh, uh, or, uh, yeah, whatever. Oh my, that what my, my daughter, we've been playing cards like crazy, and she narrates the whole card game in Asian, English, British, Southern, Deep Southern. Like oh English with an accent oh from there? Yeah, like, there you go. Like it's accent. so funny. I, I Asian. When we went down to New Mexico, so that's a, I told them. Asian and accent? Uh, uh, all kinds of accents. She specializes <laughs> in accents. All right. So. I'll, have to, I'll, have to let my, uh, um, I'll have to let my Chinese vice president in financial <laughs> services know that that's a thing. So oh. anyway, that's funny. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Welcome to the Bone Cave. I did work in the Bone Cave today while I was on the phone. Looks great. Um, nice. The girls in the out front knew that, the three amigas. Um, not amigos, the three amigas. Am I saying that right? I am, ain't I? Yeah. It's the three That's amigas. Mexican accent. There no. you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys. <laughs> so, anyway, and the third amiga <laughs> is going to be joining us for the next podcast, which is Lindley. But, anyway, so I worked on the Bone Cave today, and uh, it, 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 you can actually walk in here now. Um, now I have to vacuum the floor, but it'll be. Uh, is this room called the Bone Cave? No, this, is the bone cave. This, this is the Bone Cave. This is the Bone Cave. Other than that, it's called the Brad Dana Media Room um, uh, out front there on the uh, thing. Oh. Um, home, uh, of Dr. Brad. <laughs> home of Dr. Brad. Home of Dr. Brad Dana. Um, it only took uh, it you was, two weeks to figure it out. It was two weeks before I was like, <laughs> um, whoa, so look at that. Anyway, if you're not from <laughs> Spearfish or the Spearfish, even if you are, if you're in the area and you want to stop and see us, we'd appreciate it. We'll show you the Bone Cave. Come in, say hey, it's your first time. You heard this on the podcast. You'd love to see the Bone Cave. And uh, somebody will bring you back and show you the Bone Cave in the back of our location in Spearfish, South Dakota. I do not personally know the address, but I know this. If you get it off on exit 14 – and you take a right at the top of the ramp, act like you're going to go to Walmart. So you take a right, then you go down and you take your next right. You can't at the stoplight, and then you take the first right. You'll be in the parking lot of our um, of our uh, strip mall that we're in. And uh, we are here, and Lindley would know the address. Do you girls know the address? 
I was just looking on the website. It's still our okay. Our mailing so address. yeah, so we'll uh, um, we'll get that updated so we can get to you can get to us. But anyway, here we are. Uh, we're here. We're ready. There's lots of people stopping in every day. We love to see you. And uh, twenty seven thirty five First Avenue twenty seven thirty five one zero nine. Well, that's a long address. I'll <laughs> never remember that. I, my bandwidth is taken with other things. Um, but anyway, stop in. We'll see you. So um, anyway, I'm here today with bleeps to my left. I'm going to have to not go over and around bleeps to my left. Um, he will not be on mic today because our mics are full. Um, we have Brad Dana, of course, as always, my co-host to this uh, hashtag three ninety three. I passed it in the morning, shot it in the afternoon. And uh, um, ain't that it was right? more fun that way. Not really. Um, it grew a few inches. That's right. <laughs> no, it was Thanks, out of Kelly. It was out of velvet. Oh my God, that's <laughs> really okay. So Kelly will be not on the call or on this podcast today for <laughs> emphasizing <laughs> stupidity and supporting the bad decision of Brad. We have removed her now. So Sophie, glad to have you by yourself Hello. today. Yeah, it's good to have you here. Um, oh wait, Kelly, we'll have you stay. So anyway, we have Kelly Poole, um, executive director of Adventures, um, with us, and then we have our executive director of Applications with us, also yep. uh, Sophie Peterson. Mm-hmm. So we have Kelly Poole, Sophie Peterson, and we are going to have uh, we're going to talk about Wyoming today. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Because Wyoming applications just started two days ago. Oh. Yesterday. And uh, yes, yesterday mm-hmm. was it yesterday, yeah. the third? Yep. yep. Oh, that's a perfect day. Um, so, so yesterday the third Your applications. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, by yeah, the way. Thank you. I'm 35 years old today Yay. or yesterday. You don't look a day over 60. <sighs> <laughs> Would you say you needed to edit this to get it out in the morning? <laughs> Kim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. There's that birthday present for you, bleep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, um. What a f- great guy you are, Brad. I'm so happy to have you as a co-host every week. <laughs> it is misery in my foot. Um, you, between you and my neuropathy and my left big toe, I don't know which one's more of a pain in my ass every day. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, we're going to talk about Wyoming, right? Correct. Yes. And um, it's an interesting state because uh, Wyoming changes about every several hours. Um, if there's a way for them to post a new rendition of what they're going to oh, do, yes. how they're going to do it, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then I love their uh, uh, I love their announcements halfway through the application season for next year, just to tip over the uh, apple cart and be a real royal yeah. pain in the ass for everybody. You're telling me. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like a marketing strategy for them. I, I don't it's even get <laughs> what's that. It's got to be. It's the only way it makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But anyway, so if you're listening today, um, uh, pay attention. We're going to have some great information for you. I think this will be a great resource for people. You can share this, send it out to anybody else that's thinking about it. Send it out to your hunting party. We will give you our perspectives, um, which they can change based on the state of Wyoming changing their perspective and their laws every day. But a lot of things about it, though, are some of my favorites. Yeah, there's because, some positives. Because if you if you have never applied, you still have a chance on most tags in Wyoming, True. which is really neat instead of, okay. You know, one and done. This yeah. is the way it is. There's no way I'm going to draw. I, I know I can't draw. Right. Well, you, you have a hope. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's some silver lining there for sure. Yeah. You just got to play they, right. They keep a lot of people in the game. You're right. Well, that's. Well, I was talking to Brian Wolf yeah. today, and I asked him, he goes, Well, what am I doing with Wyoming um, elk points? And I said, Well, what do you want to do? Do you have any hunts this fall? And he goes, Well, um, and I said, Because if, if you apply, there's a probability you could draw. Right. 
It, that's the reality. Yeah. He goes, well, I only got a few points. It doesn't matter, like, to, mm-hmm. to yeah. what you just said. I have percentages here. <laughs> so you <laughs> had a girl. <laughs> so you could draw, okay? Right. And he's like, ooh. And so I said, if you draw, will it screw something up? And can you afford the time away from your business? Because he's busier than hell right, right now to go. And he's like, ooh, no. I said points then. And he goes, okay, so I need to get old points for Sophie today? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's July. Well, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for your <laughs> enthusiasm there and wanting to be prompt. I appreciate it. <laughs> so do you want to kick us off or do you want to? Brad, Brad or Sophie, which one? And well, we're going to save Kelly for the ad lib for the outfitters, what she's seeing with outfitters and stuff. Well, anyway. I think we should do a little bit of an overview because yeah, it, it is it. an important state. We'll if take you're the damn screen rule then, Pinhead. Oh. It, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're if you're going to be an elk hunter, you know, you have to consider Wyoming because it has unbelievable opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a, you know, I mean, once you figure out the system, it makes sense and, and there's logic yeah. to it. But it's quite complicated if if you've never dabbled in that. Yep, exactly. They have multiple different type. You know, um, they have regular tags. They have special yep. tags. They have regular yep. random. Your, they have yep. special random. They oh, have regular wow. preference points. They and have then all your types. Yeah, all the types I, for the limited licenses. They have, they have a whole bunch of different. Wow, types. I'm ready to go. This sounds uncomplicated and easy to do. We haven't even talked about numbers yet. Right. <laughs> So, if you're listening, go ahead and, and go to rollingbones.com. Get a membership. We'll help you with all this. Right. It's been a great uh, podcast. But, <laughs> but putting that in perspective, there, there's always a chance, depending upon the tag you draw, if you, di- if you apply for a unit that has random tags, which means uh, part of the, the 25% of the tags that are allotted to yep. just pure luck instead Correct. of there's no preference point game in them. If you have, if you apply for a unit that there are those availability of tags in, you could draw a tag. The yep. other neat thing is if you apply for a party and, and yep. there, there's there's only two tags and you put in for four, they'll give you those tags. They'll give your group the tags, which yep. is neat. Yep. Right. That um, one so individual a, draws and it changes the whole thing. Everybody wins. <laughs> right. Th- there's a lot of. Say that again. If everybody, if one person draws, everybody wins in the party. Yes. That is a big That's feature. A, yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So they they average points. That's yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of neat things about it. Uh, it's it's just uh, it takes a little bit to decipher and lo- and unlock the code. Right. You, they have general units which yep. are easier to draw. They're not a limited right. entry tag. Right. But in a lot of general units, there's world class elk hunting. Right. Hundred. Yeah. Your opportunities are there for sure. And, and it's a neat state. It's a beautiful state. Um, so there's so many intangibles to it. I think that you have to consider why would I put Wyoming on my elk strategy? Well, those are some of the good reasons why. And and the other thing is if they continue to do the preference point game, which we don't – I would say I have no idea what their plan is now because they're, they're – I don't even know if they know what their plan is now. But the preference point game, like – I can. Ass- I am assuming I'm going to draw this year mm-hmm. for the unit I'm going to apply in. I can. C- I. I can almost count on that tag unless something drastically changes, because th- that's a neat thing instead of just mm-hmm. random luck. Okay, I. I don't know what I'm going to do because it just depends on if I draw in one of these states. Right. So, those are some great reasons that I we like want to. You, you're stuff. chomping at the bit to start adding <laughs> some. <laughs> material that you've prepared 
<laughs> I can I can tell. I, I'm just reading my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't. Brad so will let's, keep going. Let's let's okay. turn uh, let's oh. turn it loose. So let so. let's turn you over to uh, not to interrupt you, Brad, because it's going good, and I like his generalized perspective of it, all, of it all because everybody that's listening, that's quality information. But now let's back it up with what you prepared to for today and when you talk too much um kelly will interject okay perfect. maybe an outfit. perfect well and i do talk too much so <laughs> no no you, you don't talk too much so give us a breakdown yeah. on residents versus non-residents because they they also will start with generous, maybe okay. start yeah. with how you wanted to because you you've prepared for this to, for the last week oh yeah yep. okay go <laughs> I so i guess to start i guess throwing some dates out um obviously january 3rd uh the big thing non-resident elk applications as well as then obviously some resident apps, but non-resident elk apps open January 3rd. Those are due here at the end of the month uh, for January. Um, looking at, you know, just general timeline, obviously these other species are open as well. Those don't close until later in the year, so I won't talk about those just for sake of keeping things easy. Um, they're only available online. Um, they're not doing paper applications anymore. The special and the regular drawing was kind of the big thing I wanted to start right off with because um, that's going to be when the odds of drawing are going to start coming into play as far as obviously talking about points and things as well as the opportunities for, you know, speaking to non-residents here in this instance with what's going on, this is going to be where the opportunities to draw may start coming in, especially if they're willing to pay increased costs. Um, your special and your regular drawings, so uh, dissecting the terminology there, <laughs> um, special is going to be pertaining to this more expensive license fee without, you know, not wanting to be confused with any, I guess, special rules, regulations, or I guess licenses. It's the same license that you're going to be drawing in the regular, same rules, same seasons, yep. same people, everything. People don't understand, okay, so I've gotten questions this week on regular tag, special right. tag, and can I just, I'll just do the general one then instead. So, so Actually, let's mm -hmm. break that down. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yep. Say so it was just kind of starting from the top. Like so these what's are the, the general two. tag? Well, so your general in and of itself is just kind of your baseline general units. That's where it, we're at. It's, okay. it's, it's not it, a it tag. It's a unit. Okay. Yeah. So general it can be units. special or regular. Okay. The general. Then, okay. What's the difference between regular and special? That's pertaining to the drawings in and of themselves. Okay. So explain, explain how that works. Mm -hmm. So... The special drawing is essentially going to be where you're applying for your better draw odds. You are going to be paying to play, though. So, and I do have numbers. So, you, you <laughs> pay to hedge your bet. Correct. Okay, explain mm -hmm. that. So, the way Wyoming breaks down their tags, so they have a total number of tags available. 60% goes into the regular drawing. 40% are automatically set aside for the special drawing. Special drawing, obviously, pertaining to those that are paying a higher license cost and are going to be exercising, you know, that benefit, even though they're applying with less than max points. And anybody can do the special, then you just have to Correct. have more money and you hedge mm -hmm. your bet. Correct. Well, okay. you don't always hedge your bet, though. You have to be careful because some some units, right. it might be a frivolous Sometimes expense. It might, it's well, it may not even if it matter. Yeah. Say if, you know, if your difference, you know, drawing in the regular versus your other drawing in the special, if it's one point, it's probably not going to be worth paying, it, you know, twice the amount. If it's one point and they might not have random tags right yeah. if so there's I'm not enough careful. tags yeah. left over so that so how does somebody split. maneuver this if they just um just go on and say this is what i'm going to do 
that's kind of where we start following the state pretty closely because <laughs> if their allotments aren't going to have enough you know random tags set aside for non-residents because it's split you know it goes down in these tiers i have a little graph drawn out here you know you're 60 percent regular 40 percent special from those two divisions is divided in half or i shouldn't say in half but it's divided into two again 75 percent of tags go then to the max point holders the 25 percent then to random and the 25 percent is only present if there is a minimum of four non-resident tags available where one can be a random draw yeah, that's really neat. That's a that's a huge benefit to people who are applying. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, like the, the, they 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 have a really hybridized preference point system, which is mm -hmm. kind of I've actually liked it. I think it's a cool system that they've come up with. But they're just you know, and who knows if they'll keep it. Yep. So you know, talking costs, obviously talking the special versus the regular. The cost is obviously the one and only uh, dividing factor between the two. Um, it's only available for deer, elk, and antelope applications um, for, obviously, non-residents. Um, your regular, you know, draw license cost, you're looking at, I'll break them down by species here. So your deer, regular draw, you're looking at 374 approximately. That's not including the application fees or the conservation stamps you have to purchase. Or, the, cre or the credit card. Correct. They, the 2.5% yep. processing fee. <laughs> Which adds up fast for like mm -hmm. sheep and stuff. Yep. So that's another fee yep. that you should be aware of. Yep, exactly. So, you know, just talking baseline, the license in and of itself, um, or excuse me, the permit. Dude, you even have that written down there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Got to keep everything in line, you know. It's a lot to keep track of. Um, so, you know, your regular deer license, you draw that, you're looking at about $374. If you apply in the special, um, which you are fronting these license fees when you apply, and they're refunded to the credit card if you're not drawn. But special draw, you're looking at about $662. Um, so your difference there is about $300 a little less. Um Going into elk, obviously, we start getting more expensive as we go. Uh, regular draw elk licenses, you're looking at about $692. Your special drawing, you're paying about, you know, uh, a little less than $1,300. Exact number is $1,268. So your difference there is about $580. Um, then, obviously, your antelope, substantially less even compared to your uh, deer licenses, 326 in the regular versus your 614 in the special. So, you know, big thing I tell members when they call in and they're like, hey, this is where I'm sitting for points what can you tell me as far as my odds for drawing? And I'm like, okay, you know, depending and pending your decisions with what your hunt experience is wanting to be, what kind of quality you're looking to have, and obviously your units you're looking at, your big thing, what are you wanting to be looking to pay out of the gate and when you draw. And and they do sit on your money forever. Mm -hmm. So this is it's elk in January. January and they, they don't, don't give get you it your money May. back <laughs> until basically June. Yeah, end of May. Yeah. Early June. So so you have to be willing to sit on mm -hmm. that for a while. Mm -hmm. Plus, so you, th and then they're going to hit you for 50 points for a preference point, or 50 bucks for a preference right, point. Right, which too. aren't awarded if not drawn. That gets people all the time. Right, if you're not because drawn, they think they changed that, what, three years ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three like years that. ago? Yep, it was like 2018. So, so, you, so that's a big point because people used to think, okay, I didn't get drawn. I'm already done. Nope. It's mm -hmm. a whole other exercise or yep. practice now to get back yep. into the point Mm -hmm. accumulation um, uh, process with them. Yep, exactly. I think people are used to states like Colorado where you can check the box. Yep. If unsuccessful, give me a point. Yep. South um, Dakota's that way. Mm -hmm. Well, Wyoming mm -hmm. did that forever until three years ago yeah. or whenever it was. So Two, three, four years. Mm -hmm. I think it was three or four years ago. Yeah. I want to say it was 2018 when I was looking getting all these numbers together. But Which would have been, f yeah, that's pushing five years I know. Now. Well, early in 23, <laughs> that gets me every time because last year was technically last week. So. But people, I know 
quite a few people have missed out on that point mm-hmm. because they just assume yep. they got it like they and always And there's only have. a one-year grace period, so, you know, you miss that, then you only have that next consecutive year to either apply and burn those points or purchase another point in that point period in July, October, talk, or it's gone. Yeah, talk more about that. Your grace period means that if you don't for two years, mm-hmm. So it's basically the grace period of inactivity. You know, you don't apply, you don't purchase a point. Okay, fine. We give you one year for free, basically, that you can be inactive. You only have the application period slash point purchasing period from that July, October in Wyoming's case, the consecutive year to purchase a point or to apply, and then your points get wiped. Right. So do they refund your credit card? Obviously, mm-hmm. I know this. Do they refund your credit card or do they send you a check? They refund your credit card. And it goes directly to the card that you use when Which applying. is not typical in what other state? Montana, right? Mm-hmm. And New Mexico. Mm-hmm. They send you a check back. It's interesting to me that the state of Wyoming can get by with that. Coming from the financial services sector um, and having other uh, commerce businesses that we use e-commerce and um, merchant services with. Um, I don't know any of them that would tolerate me buying something um, and putting it on um, hold for eight months and saying of that size and then say, I can refund you. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's hard for me to wrap my brain around, but the state of Wyoming does it. So, And I'm not throwing shade at the state of Wyoming. I just don't understand it. Well, there have been other states like Colorado who used to make you pay up front. Yep. And then changed it because of credit card processing fees. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how Wyoming does it twice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because they Crazy. hit you twice. On the flip side. Mm-hmm. They hit you twice. Anyway, go ahead. So. So, um, yeah, obviously special, regular drawing. That's kind of the big thing we start talking about. Um, Most of our people apply for the special. Yes. And usually. we do recommend applying in the special if. You're if looking to prioritize right, drawing, yeah. and if it's in the correct, yes, like you're mentioning, the point balances and the, the benefits are there. Um, obviously, we don't want to be looking to spending unnecessary right. you know, money if the well, difference if you, isn't going to amount for that. And if you can't draw the tag, there's no sense in applying. Right, and that's the thing we've been telling people. You know, we get guys that, you know, I'm talking to guys right now that have been calling and are like, hey, I have two points for elk. I want to apply. And I'm like, okay, well, you know. I'll, I'll apply in 56. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, recommendation would be let's just purchase another point. Right. It's not expected to be drawing, you know, a general license even with less than three points, and that's even being graceful. (laughs) Um, You know, the trends we've been seeing, um, even for special drawings, the statistics go up about half a point every year, if not a whole point. So, you know, going into 23, you know, our 22 stats, general elk licenses, and Kelly, feel free to jump in at any point. We're taking five to five and a half points in special. For the... Well, for elk so last licenses? year it was at four, four and a half. Four, four special. and a half. So this year we're probably going to be expecting around that five, five. So and a half. Uh, let's say l- let's go by regions. Um, our average outfitter in the Bighorns, how many points, Kelly? Ooh. Um, for the for the, the outfitters you have, depending on that, the, what they're drawing for. Most of our hunts in the Bighorns are private land. Yep. So we've got a couple camps you can draw with four to five points. Yep. We've got camps you can draw with eleven to twelve. Okay. Um, now let's move over to the prairie units south or the, uh, um, the yeah, more of the uh, um, prairie units south or, uh, yeah, south and east. So you're looking at a lot of max point areas, like where Brad <laughs> is looking. Some of those are mm-hmm. 16, 17. Okay. And then now let's move over towards Cody, um, that area. We've got 
great general camps over there. There you're looking at going general tag, six points in the regular. Yeah. And three years ago it was two to four points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and they've the, gone and up. And the creep has been crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll talk with outfitters as we're getting ready. We're the getting closer to app season. I was talking to the Clark boys today, and they're going, I don't even know if we'll draw this year. Yep, and so and so I'll talk with them very closely and say, what are you thinking? What are you projecting for the clients you have? What you saw last year, and we'll come up with what we think based on what our outfitters are seeing because they're applying their own clients too, um, so that we can advise people on on what to be prepared for, on how many points we think it's going to take. So then, so then you two work together symbiotically throughout the year with the strategy for the hunter. Especially with elk, mule deer, and even antelope now. Oh, yeah. Because yep. it's becoming, you know what I'm saying, trophy units and antelope are, are becoming harder and harder. I mean, I, I feel like Arizona and New Mexico has greatly influenced the antelope game with what mm-hmm. they've done. Sure. And, uh, um, but maybe you could speak to that, too, how that works. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this podcast. So I'm, I'm Dennis from Peoria, yeah. Illinois, and um, I'm thinking about, getting into this game or I have a few points why do I want Sophie and Kelly involved in my Wyoming hunt plan it's a good question well and it's so case by case it's like what are you looking for other than other I think I think what he's saying is I'm I'm gonna have to coordinate with both of you Mm -hmm. because I have to know what this outfitter how many points does it take to draw unit 63 or Or 100. So explain unit 117. Mm -hmm. And then I got to deal with Sophie. Okay, where am I sitting at? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in with this guy. Okay, so explain that. So generally for for me and my department, I deal with two, two different types of clients. I've got clients who come in with a bunch of points or maybe they have eight to nine points. And now they're starting to think about hunting. Right. Yep. So they're going to go through our catalog. We're going to do a hunt plan. We're going to say these are the, the units and the camps that we have that require this amount of points. Is this, does this look like what you're looking for? Nope, I'm looking for something bigger. Okay, great. So the, our strategy then is to get you more points. Mm-hmm. We always talk about point creep. Yep. We talk about the special draw. How are we going to be able to get you on that hunt? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're working with guys who come in with points. The other client is the guy who's maybe just starting, has a couple points maybe, right. is, but wants to hunt Wyoming. So the first question that Sophie and I always ask are, what are you looking for? Yep. Because Wyoming does have a variety with we've got general camps where it's it's possible to kill a trophy bull. Oh, it's you know absolutely that, yeah, like you never Bri- know. like Brian said by Cody. Well, we've got camps that are max point, and even at max point, you got only about a seven percent chance of drawing as a non-resident. Mm-hmm. And we've got some that you could theoretically draw every year if you were a super lucky dude, right. which I'm not. So so <laughs> so for me to maneuver Dennis from Peoria, the um. The elk game in Wyoming, which is what we're talking about primarily right now, because are deer points open in Wyoming too? Um, well, points are July, points right? Are not points. No, uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, applications. Deer apps. Deer, are deer apps are not right now. No, no. So, they're, mm, so technically, they're not due until May, though. Yeah. So right. we don't really start right. thinking about start those thinking until about like those. end of February. Right. But so we'll stay with elk, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna hunt elk. I'm Dennis from Peoria. Um, I don't have I have three points, four points. When is to when should I be considering booking and getting a spot held with an outfitter and then having her when when do the two of you merge from me booking an adventure in Wyoming and points? 
So because that's what I'm sitting here wondering. Yep. So four <laughs> points, we can start having conversations. Here's the neat thing, and Brad touched on it: is these party apps. Yes. We work with amazing outfitters in Wyoming. Last year, we drew a guy an elk tag in a general unit with zero points because we had so many excess points. Mm-hmm. So I, I sit down with this outfitter. I say, hey, I've got a guy with four points. Shut up. That never happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. You You're the donor. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it does happen to you just the other way. Oops. So we'll so we'll sit down with our with our outfitters and say, I've got a guy with four. I've called him and said, I've got a guy with two points do you have the excess points so we can get him a tag to hunt this year? Nope, probably not this year. We booked a client for deer in in Wyoming this year. He's got four, but the outfitter's son has seven. He says, I'll apply him with my kid. Yeah. So we do have outfitters that we work with. Four points, I think, is when we can start talking about hunting, and it could potentially go that season, if not the season after. So there's a strong, compelling reason to have a membership and not to be the proverbial sales guy, I'm just thinking of me sitting in Peoria, Illinois, as Dennis, going, "Why do I want? Why do I want to get on the internet right now? Why do I want to go to RollingBones.com and buy a $150 membership annually?" There's a compelling reason to do that because I immediately have access to your resources. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys should uh, talk about who wants to talk about point creep because some people will not know what that is and and that's probably that's where Brad's kind of creeping around your um, dashboard looking at your points wondering if he should apply with you that's point creep (laughs) he's a point creep oh yeah I don't think that's it okay well then explain it okay I just (laughs) so you know speaking point creep and obviously Western states deal with that very frequently. Obviously, year to year with the amount of people that apply going up. And, you know, I think what trends we're seeing with Wyoming now to a specifically given that they passed that 90-10 earlier last year. That for the big for five. For the big five. That's got people, yep. you know, scrambling to burn their right. points before they right. start doing something drastic with the other species. So we're getting people now, we're seeing they're applying with, you know, outrageous amounts of points in areas that maybe wouldn't be requiring Wyoming's a weird one because Mm -hmm. there are some places that require I had somebody texting me hey how about this unit well it's 11 points for that unit and it's Mm -hmm. not worth 11 points right it doesn't make sense exactly exactly so they're changing you know what makes you say that it's easy to make that statement. I'm just thinking. Oh, okay, what? Guys, okay. Just, so just so you know, oh. I'm sitting here not thinking it from a perspective of having points in Wyoming and having 10 years of experience in this game. I'm thinking of it, okay, what, what would make you say okay. that that's not a good unit? How do you assess An example. come up with that? An um, example would be unit one in Wyoming. It, it, we're, we live four, Brian and I live four miles from unit one. Mm-hmm. It was an Actually, extra. everybody on this call is four miles from unit one. <laughs> okay. Um we for, for years that was an attractive place podcast thanks for the correction bleep um everybody on this podcast lives four miles you live four miles you live uh, actually we no, they might live six miles yeah but we're all on the wyoming border right. Right. everyone anyway that was an attractive unit for people that lived here in spearfish because right. when i hunted it i could i could get done with work and hunt yep. every night mm-hmm. you drive seven minutes and you're you're in the prime hunting well, now it's the hunting is not as good, and it's what 12, 12 points. I don't know what it is, but I wouldn't spend twelve points on that unit anymore. Right. 
um, the the value of that tag to me is not there. Right. Well, if I had 12 points, mm-hmm. so you start at 12 points, 13 points. Now you start getting stingy with your points. If right. you don't have 12 points, I wouldn't recommend people be stingy with their points. I'd recommend they go hunting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same. You, you hunt as many times as you can right. now, unless you're crazy about sitting on your points. And that's what a lot of people have done. They've chased a unit and it yep. used to be six points draw. Yep. Well, then it became nine. They can't catch up. And and so the value of the tag doesn't warrant the cost right. of the preference Exactly. And that's me. where it starts creeping. <laughs> right. It's because you see that go up, you know, the, the average is gradually increasing. Yeah. And that's where it starts it, so in, up in 2023, there's over 42,000 people with one preference point for Wyoming. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't know, 66 or there's, what is there, 170,000 almost people. Is that right? With points in Wyoming. Yeah. I say it's an overwhelmingly large number. Right. So like I usually keep track of the number in my pool. There's, you know, there's somewhere 1,200 people in my pool. Well, for if they're applying for a unit with only one non-resident tag and there's 15 people applying, it's got it takes 15 years to just cycle through that pool of that year or you know that mm-hmm. they maybe they decrease the number of tags because predators right. or whatever. Yep, exactly. There's a lot of different variables that start coming right. into play that would also contribute then and constitute the point creep um, because of all those things. Right. <laughs> well, right? I, I want to add to that too, Brad. Um, you made a really valid point. So I think that's where Rolling Bones is, is super successful. Not only do we have um, all of this information, we can party apply you, we can do all these things, but strategy, right? So people, they just say, I want to hunt Wyoming. Point, 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 point. And all of a sudden they sit back and look and they've got 15 points. Now they're terrified to hunt. Right. Right. Well, now I have to go and I have to kill a 400-inch bull because I have 15 years invested. I have all this money, and I get that. But you should just go hunting. We can get you another general tag in three to four years. Right. Go hunting. Yep. It's more important to hunt than sit on points. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, and and that's the big thing. I'll give you an example. South Dakota. I'm looking at a website here, um, and I'm not going to mention which one it is, but they have the top ten. So I googled top ten hunting states for elk. Okay, and number one is Colorado. Number two is Idaho. Number three, but this is their opinion. Okay, right. based I've read the whole thing. Number three is Wyoming, and then they got Oregon, Montana, Pennsylvania. We we would disagree with this. Okay, this in order. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, number seven is Arizona. Number I eight mean, yes, is number lottery. eight is Utah. <laughs> How do you come up with number eight is Utah? But this is an uneducated list, and I'm going to tell you why in a second. Number nine is New Mexico. Okay, we would wow. not. And number ten. Guess what number 10 is? South Dakota. South Dakota. You can't even draw a tag. Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might as well put Florida (laughs) on here. Our um, (laughs) Iowa alligator hunter. Iowa alligator hunt. You know what I'm saying? You might as well put Florida, Iowa. Well, the reason being is because if you can't, non-residents can't draw an elk tag in South Dakota, Mm -hmm. which is wrong. Here's what it says. These are the 10 states. Here's what it says. These are the 10 states a hunter should definitely consider visiting when hunt uh, uh, hunting elk. However, Colorado, Wyoming, and Idaho are our favorites. There's other elk states like Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee, and Virginia. Okay? So this is what you get on the Internet for information. Dr. And, Google. And Dr. Google. And, and what do you always say, bleep? Don't get Googled. 
Uh, don't get Googled. And number 10 is South Dakota. And to Brad's point, which I was trying to make here, uh, it, which is a, I drew after 10 years. Yes, you did. In a pool and killed that bull with You're my welcome. bow. You're Exactly. <laughs> and Kelly and – or I'm sorry, Sophie and Brad drew that tag for me because Brad's like, Brian, freaking quit applying for points. Just go in the pool. Apply. And, Apply. and I'm like – I, I'm like, I'm not going to get it. And he's like, you don't know that, Brian. Somebody's got to get it. Mm-hmm. So I applied. Sophie applied. And at 11 o'clock at night, my phone comes up. Bleep. Or bling. Not bleep. But it was bleep. <laughs> bling. And yeah, it, it, was, said, it was funny because a bunch of people were drawing tags. And I'm like, so the first thing, before I high-fived anybody, I logged in. I was like, so did I, I draw? Te- I, I, te- I text Brad. I'm like, I just called. What the? Are you kidding me? Because I drew the tag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you kidding me? We're going to be elk hunting this fall in South Dakota in the mountains of the Black Hills. And we were screaming bulls like crazy. Got it all on video. Brad did. And it was amazing. My point to this is, is this. Dr. Google has information that, uh, that, that I, I'll just show you guys where this comes from. I wonder what their thoughts on Pennsylvania are. Uh, what, well, is how it? is New Mexico number nine? Yeah, how is Utah crazy. number eight? I mean, well, c- Utah, you can't draw a tag. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, not true. Those, that's because, not true. Because they have landowner entry, tags, the too. Entry they they have limited entry. They have landowner. In general. In general. It, yep. it, right. Because we know a guy last year that drew with four or five points, Utah, and away he went and killed a giant bull. We have a picture of it on our bone cave, your bone, your virtual bone cave thing. Yeah. Um, so you, you, <laughs> it's just interesting to me because I'm sitting here listening to you guys and going, Holy crap. Um, you guys know a lot of shit, and it's good shit. And uh, the internet doesn't have the best shit on it. We those, are, those are nouns bleep. You can let those, those can go through. Exactly. There you go. The, right. It's, it's a noun. I, knew, I like that. It's a noun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you I, make- I think you should let him go bleep. Come on. <laughs> Maybe take the F-bomb out that uh, Sophie dropped earlier, but um, leave the rest oh, of I it Oh, I am appalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sophie had never <laughs> dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> Frank. You want to make your points work for you yep. is what I think it comes down to because, yeah, you can sit and you can invest it, but that's all they're going to do is they're just going to sit. It's not going to do anything for you <laughs> if you don't there's apply. No, there's no compounding in preference points. Exactly. <laughs> no, it doesn't well, build interest. And the reality is, like you were saying, unit one used to be amazing. Now yeah. it's not. Well, right. now you're sitting with 12, 13 points, and the unit's trash. Well, yeah. what, what unit is um, uh, uh, south of Douglas? That's unit seven you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, unit seven. U- unit seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were uh, looking no, for. <laughs> no, look at the map, you dumbass. In your brain, go south. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to disclose your unit on this. What a jackass! I mean, honestly, uh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, okay. Why would you mean? I mean, I'm mean. I'm yeah, mean you, to like some level, seven. but I'm not that mean. I think unit seven is 11 or 12 points. Okay, so now. that's 11 or 12 points. Six years ago, that was a different hunt than it is today. Totally. Well, and that's it o- reality. And it was only – I remember for the long time, longest it time it six, was six or seven yeah, points. Yeah, because you and I were thinking about going because you had all those Cabela's points. Right. And you go, Brian, I could get us in. We could go both do this. And I have Cabela's points I could burn with tags before it got sold. Right. Um, right Cabela's, yeah, exactly. And uh, um, I remember that. And that was, what, five, six years ago? That was probably longer than that, was Eight it? years yeah. ago. But here's my still my point to what she said make your points work for you don't just sit on them here's so somebody eight years ago now has 16 points 
and they could have used that for an adventure like that. And now that whole thing has changed, and you can't even get in there probably for 16 Well, if you look, there's 891 non-residents with 17 points right now. 891. 891 I'm non-residents. I'm not one of them. No, but so, are, so what makes me wonder is how many of those 891s are sitting on their points? Yep. And how many of the 891 are applying for a unit that has – 18, 19, 20 non-residents applying for one tag. Yep, just a f- yep. Well, it, it, you got you got to be careful of your age because because you're like 80 and it's going to go there soon. Exactly, where so, you can't go. Right. So I, I'm just a 80 year old that's in really good shape, dude. I, I got to <laughs> tell you. So I was at our butcher shop yesterday and I walked in there and there's this old guy just arm wrestling Noah over a deer that was donated to him by a rancher. And he's like, um, there's only 43 pounds here. How much does that box weigh? He goes, I've been hunting for 86 years, and he's 86 years old. And he goes, I want to know how much that box weighs. And Noah went and weighed it, and it's 42 pounds. And he goes, what was that deer? And it was, it was a donated deer from a rancher. And I'm digressing a little bit, but you got to hear this story. He said, well, it was a doe. It was brought in, and um, you're getting 43 pounds, and this was no sausage, no nothing. And uh, um, so you shoot a doe through the both shoulders, and you want more than 43 pounds of boneless, clean-cut wrapped meat. And the guy goes, I need more. <laughs> and so Noah. Shoot a bigger no, deer. No, no, exactly. Noah, Noah goes, he goes, that, there should be more weight. I've been hunting for 86 years, and this should be a bigger box. And Noah's like, perfect. How much do you want? Because we have all that donate, right? Right. Um, that we go to the Artemis house. <laughs> he goes, how much do you want? Noah was quick. He goes, how much do you want? And he goes, should weigh at least 60 pounds. <laughs> Noah's like, the deer didn't weigh 60. Let's make it 70. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, the, anyway, it made me laugh because we're sitting here talking about all this. Good but, for him. Uh, he got 70 pounds of good venison. He got 70 pounds of good venison, and that'll last him all years long. He's 86 years old on the way out. I go, you didn't shoot a deer this year. His daughter was there. And he goes, I did go, you didn't, you didn't shoot a deer this year. He goes, no, I've slowed down a little bit. It's been four years since I've killed a deer. So he was 82. And he goes, but that year I did kill enough venison and enough pheasants to last me the whole year of my last year. Well, you get that guy's name. Wow. We'll get him some deer next We year. need to get him on the podcast. <laughs> well, that's probably whose deer he got was our donate deer. Seriously. So, <laughs> seriously. So anyway, it was, it was just funny. You said 80 years old. But you're exactly right. So do you have more stuff here? A few more highlights you want to go over? Oh, gosh. Um, so we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, I guess the two – tag types outside of the special and regular obviously those are the two drawing types that you can apply in and apply for the two tag types then your limited licenses which are constituting then the types then which you know there's nine of them the nine different types and then your general licenses which are the general units they're a little more i hate to say flexible but they're less overwhelming because you don't have to necessarily deal with know the different types that are constituting different season yeah, days, so, unit boundaries, so unit, all that stuff. We'll make a unit up. Unit 212, because there's mm-hmm. not a unit 212. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unit 212 could have a type 1 license, which yep. would be a bull or any yep. elk or whatever. Yep. You With could have a type 2, type dates. 4, mm-hmm. type 6, type, type 9. nine. <laughs> so that's what you're yes. talking about yep. with that. A un- type 9 license. Yep. Oh, okay, good example. A type 9 license is an archery, archery license. Only. Now, in Wyoming, they have this... They have seasons that if you buy an elk tag, mm-hmm. if you draw an elk tag, 
you can actually go buy an archery stamp mm-hmm. and, and hunt, hunt that special archery dates and hunt this art these archery dates. Now you might lose the first two weeks, mm-hmm. but there so an additional it's, opportunity. Yeah, it's an additional opportunity. But For if a you don't dollar license. It, if you don't fill, you can come back and hunt yep. with your rifle. Mm-hmm. If you buy a Type Nine license, mm-hmm. it's only archery. Yep, exactly. And, and it's it's good until the end of September yep. or whatever the exactly. dates are on that season, yep. and then you're done. But you get the mm-hmm. you get to add two weeks. Yes. But some of those to draw the to draw the general. Some of those are general units. Mm-hmm. You can draw the general with four points, mm-hmm. and that unit might be eleven, twelve, thirteen for the Type Nine. Right. So you can you can waste money. Mm-hmm. If you're not careful and don't do it properly. Right, which is where the, uh, you know, awareness with, you know, obviously point balances as well as then, you know, the annual tabs on kind of what the state's doing behind the scenes as far as like, hey, maybe their cuts are gigantic and you have to adjust your sights altogether. Or, you know, consistency obviously through and through is ideal. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the... Tag types was kind of something I wanted to touch on briefly. Obviously, it gets to be a lot, a lot. But your type 1 and your type 2 are going to be, I guess, the main ones, if you will. Type 1 are going to be, I guess, the most popular in that they're full price and more sought after because there's quote-unquote better season dates, potential for higher quality, maybe better management on the state's behalf, um, versus your type 2, which are going to be more or less maybe comparably the same and that it's still full price. Um, you're still maybe going to be required to purchase your special archery license if you're interested in doing the extended season dates opportunities for the archery beforehand. Well, some of the type two tags are five or less points. Right. I mean, you get some wonky mm-hmm. stuff like but that. But then your too. season dates and your unit boundaries could potentially be different. The restrictions are going to be variant from your type one, if even if it's the same. So just be area. really careful mm-hmm. before Ge- you pull the te- uh, trigger on a tag type. Right. Generally, aren't type one longer seasons yes. than type two. Mm-hmm. So an example would be the antelope hunt you guys did this past year. You guys drew on a type two tag. The The season actually starts October 15th and you yep. guys hunted closer to Halloween. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can draw a type one tag for that same camp. It takes more points, but your season dates are now in September mm-hmm. and go into October. So, so you actually have so what would that two be? more weeks so of, of hunting. So, okay. So let's look at that. Let's split that up. They got two more weeks of hunting. Yep. A guy coming from Pennsylvania, okay, listening to this podcast. Wh- what would he? What would he want more weeks for when he can't come out here? Only if he was doing what DIY. Yep. Right. Yep. Well, so, and you'd, so get a a, you'd get a hit smack dab in the rut on right. that tag too. So a DIY guy would say, "Ooh, this would be good consideration." But you could help them maneuver through that and 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 why they would do that. Now a guided guy is going to have to buy two hunts, maybe three hunts, if he wants to hunt the whole season for the biggest trophy he can possibly find to see what shows up. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so you guys you guys went there. Um, there is an incredible amount of, of antelope. Yeah. So oh t- in talking to the outfitter, the buck he to said. Day ro- the, the buck to date. <laughs> the buck to doe ratio was probably one of the highest we've ever seen. Yeah, so the outfitter said, you know, if, per day. if guys <laughs> got um, more points and they want that longer season date or have more flex, they have less flexibility and they want to go right. at certain times, that yep. type one tag is yep. good. But when you guys went – he said the hunting's not that much different. Right. right. So you're still it's in private just a matter land, of same yeah. density Preference. of animals. Yep, yep. Exactly. Yep. So that's a huge contributing factor. And then um, So how far apart do you two work every day when the, a client calls you, Sophie, and says, um, I have five points, what do you think? Um, what's open for hunts? 
Um, and then. Well, I told you when we moved to this new location, I needed a window in my wall for my sharing because I literally, I get all my steps in going over to talk to Kelly. Like, hey. (laughs) Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. I miss like the over the wall. Like we just yell at each other. Right. Because your old (laughs) office was a high level cuticle (laughs) with Mm -hmm. naughty pine. The Mm -hmm. new office is a professional office and you got to kind of yell. So you got to get out of your desk. We do Morse code on the wall. We send Elvis with the notes and his collar. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of value. <laughs> of having you guys work together like like the guy I sent you his preference points Shay yep what, what was that you didn't like his number of preference points or whatever he had what was that comment you made when I texted you today she doesn't like Shay I don't know have I looked he's the nicest guy I've ever met I he said oh oh, oh I said Lord Merry have mercy oh, Lord, my congratulations head. on your hell <laughs> on Shay day but like that <laughs> we're, we're gonna set up a call with him because he almost needs He'll need time each time of the draw because he's got enough points that he might be pulling a tag and then, okay, abort the plan now because we don't have time. So somebody like that, he's got lots of points. You guys work with, you know, set a time up. Okay, let's apply for this unit for this. So the tons of value for people Mm -hmm. like that if they have a lot of points because the way the seasons roll, with the exception, Wyoming's a little weird because – you put in so early, you don't find out until right. so late, and you have a withdrawal date, which mm-hmm. is some mm-hmm. things that I, I wish I would have utilized that before because I was like, I was sure I was going to draw something. Yep. Didn't draw that. Yep. If I would have, I could have removed my application, which right. is a nice feature that they've added. Yes, and kind of what they're doing, I've seen a lot of this um, come up when I was you know, putting together these numbers and doing all this research, all my bullet points here in front of me. They are, you know, they're – annual commissions meeting is going to be in April this year. So they're pending approval for like, you know, finalizing the 2023 season dates, you know, and historically speaking, they're relatively the same year to year. So that's not necessarily a huge thing, but the confirmation on those is going to be confirmed until April, which obviously draws have been conducted. It, it makes them feel more important mm-hmm. if they wait until later. You know, they're pending once in a lifetime approval for some mountain goat units. There's going to be some more comments on, you know, the potential adjustments for the allotments for the deer elk and antelope for non-residents. All these things are going to commission. They're talking about them in April this year. So pending those decisions and when those are confirmed, they can withdraw then in May. And, you know, if things change, whatever else, it doesn't work for somebody they're allowed to withdraw, pull that, make adjustments as needed. So that's a nice thing to have yeah. for sure. You're not just, uh, you know, yeah. locked in <laughs> as yep. soon as you go. Because like in Montana, if you hit send, you're done. That's <laughs> over, man. Yep. Yep. You can call the governor and mm-hmm. you're not going to get your, you you got to you gotta be in the yeah, hospital. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. Those, those type of deals. Well, to get well let's, let's, let's take a quick moment and a quick commercial break and uh, bring you a brought to you by Hunt from Kelly's desk, and we'll have Kelly announce that hunt today. Then we'll go back and let Sophie and Brad continue (laughs) with their dynamic rhetoric about applications and uh, information for um, Wyoming. So, Kelly, it's all yours. Perfect. Okay, I am going to go over today a British Columbia elk hunt. I've got two to three spots left for 2023 now, season. Now, I, I swear I would have bet a million bucks you'd have done a Wyoming one for today. But if you don't draw in Wyoming, this we is, have your consolation. Th- so this is my <laughs> this is my thought behind this. You're listening. You're like, I've never applied in Wyoming. I'm never going to hunt elk. Or you're like, hey, I'd love to see rifle rut. 
We're going to send you to BC. Hey, that's this the big is why you need that. to be a member because we got this wired in perfect. And we have a couple guys from back in um, Missouri right now. No, St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis, Missouri, that are uh, um, uh, looking at doing this. And they didn't have the points, couldn't get them into New Mexico, and away we go. Perfect example, you have a party of elk guys who want to hunt, and only one guy has points, only one guy has been collecting, or two. Maybe as a group you don't have enough to draw. We've got opportunity in British Columbia. We are seeing crazy amounts of booking in Canada right now, um, but I do have two spots this year. September 10th through 17th. Oh, Prime screaming, rut dates. Screaming rut with a rifle. So it would take, what, 15 points to draw a rifle rut tag in Wyoming. At something least. like that, you know. And and this you could go. Yeah. And they're nice bulls. Nice bulls. We sent in three clients. They all killed the same week last year. So if you're interested, this hunt is listed at 11.8. If you're interested, our hunt catalog number is RB12093-07. And or you can call the main office at 644 605 644 Oh my god. god. I that never was, use that, that line. Why don't you give them why, why don't you give them your corporate cell phone number then? Oh, yeah, I guess I can do that. No, so, I'm teasing. No. Don't do so that. Tell do us not a, Tell do us about that. that. Horseback hunt, uh, pack in, uh, phenomenal scenery. Uh, Are you going to tell us? Yeah, just tell us. Give, okay. give no, us I a just, story like uh, that. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> so give, give, give uh, I wish everybody could see my hand gestures because I can do Brad so easy. So give us the, <laughs> the deal on the horseback hunt that you pack in and you get in early and you load up and, and – Oh, wait, I just told you about it. <laughs> you don't even have to bleep that. <laughs> so this camp, um, it is you fly into Fort St. John. The outfitter picks you up, um, and you can actually drive right to camp. And they have incredible territories up there. Brian has actually hunted moose in this camp um, years ago. And uh, we've had a lot of success with clients in this camp. Um, phenomenal outfitters. Uh, and um, we've got photos updated from this past hunt with our clients so we've got we've got great hunt uh for you guys if you're interested in rifle rut which you really can't do in many states in the united states mm -hmm. and uh, opportunity for two hunters cool this is not horseback hunt it, they they do use horses sometimes oh. yep uh, so like maybe you pack them in and then you fun. go and come back well that's cool Lodging is going to be cabin, cabin lodge. There may be a couple scenarios where you take out a wall tent, but mostly from cabin lodge. Yep. Is this where that moose came from? It is. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a – yeah, that that's where – you got that's horseback to get to that. Mm -hmm. um, that's a neat little cabin. It is. Um, and there's a lot of elk around that. It's an, elk. It, Here's the reality of that hunt. Um it's more of an adventure than it is a hunt. If you're looking for the wilderness experience, and it's not that the Bob Marshall and the Selway and all of Idaho and Montana for all its giant grandeur has to offer, you're looking at an eight $9,000 hunt there, okay, with, low, with more hunting pressure and lower elk density, that, or maybe about the same elk density. But this is, this is just getting into British Columbia and hunting this area. The adventure is worth more than you'll ever know. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And uh, 
and and to listen to bulls screaming in the rut is uh, and having a rifle. Um, and I have it. You can take a bow. You can take both. You can have both tools there, right? You can. Yep. 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 So pretty Especially cool. on on a hunt like this, a hundred percent. So what do you, what do you think, Sophie? Um, what else? What else should we tell everybody about what's happening with Wyoming? Um, well, big thing too. Talking strategies, kind of circling back around. I know we've kind of been all over the place. Um, only your first choice is going to burn your points. So there's some strategy there too. If you apply for a draw Point. and you, you know, I guess say don't want to burn your points, you can do that as your second choice. Scott Palmer and I should and look at that this year. We should do a because we go together mm -hmm. like bread and butter. Um, he's short and I'm not. <laughs> um, we should we should look at that because we should go some crazy good place and with one of these outfitters and then we should go to that other private land for two and then we get it and then screw oh we've already got this in our strategy have you talked to scott about this let's just make this about us right now in this <laughs> podcast thanks for bringing that up because this is very You're welcome. Anyway, well, go ahead most tags there is not going to be a there's not going to be right. any leftovers i would for say there's any, strategy yeah. there and that you have to be aware of you know the allotment and where we're going about Sometimes that can make it more difficult. Oh, so it but wouldn't work for us. <laughs> it's good to know because we did that a couple times this last application season, 2022. And it with, worked out. And it worked out. Um, the gentleman that killed that 85 and a half, but the week before you guys went. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the was, guy that was, was pissing with, with me. Scott? Scott, if you're listening, that was you, Scott. Scott, Scott. So – there is some strategy there in that. I made with that those decision draws. without informing him, but he was happy with it at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it ended up working out really, really well. Really so, well. I mean, there's situations where that would work. Here's the um, reality: we know what we're doing. Right. We know what we're doing. <laughs> and trust. Trust. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that's funny. Good. Anything else? Um. What about New Mexico? Oh, I I just shot a giant bull there. It's no big deal. Let's we'll talk about that. <laughs> I thought this podcast. was a <laughs> yeah. Don't throw curveballs. <laughs> you want to talk I, I, about New Mexico elk and the Wyoming just, elk? No, I was just thinking. Let's no, the thing I was thinking you. about. I was just thinking about elk in general, and I'm going through this company's or this uh, company's that list. That list and well, I'm first seeing, of all, I'm Pennsylvania's seeing. a lottery state, so <laughs> take that down. <laughs> So Pennsylvania's a lottery state. Yeah. So there you go. So anyway, there's a lottery. I guess my point was there's a lot of information out there. There's yes. a lot of places to go hunt elk. Okay. The dynamics of elk hunting changes every year to year, right or wrong? Right, right. It changes right. based on where you can draw, what mm -hmm. it takes to draw, uh, available um, licenses, uh, populations. Mm -hmm trophy units and those change yeah mm -hmm. and to have somebody that goes through this you guys live and breathe it every day yeah absolutely 100 percent. and to become a part of our community and a part of our you know it's like it's like we had a, a gentleman today sent us an email oh, i'm not going to do applications this year with you i'm using another resource that's awesome I, i've known that guy for five six years okay um and good for him we'll whoever's helping you with this we'll give it to them and i was thinking about him today the reality is he never really got a we, – we never he, – he always had us an arm's length. Does that make sense? He was always suspicious. Was there a better company out there? He's, he was always looking over the fence to find a better resource. And there's always somebody that has a better story, and there's other application services in the marketplace. There is not a less expensive, better valued um, 
I know there was a company out there um, out of Saint uh, Utah, right? And you were doing the research today, bleep, and I know you're just dying because you don't have a mic, um, and you're dying to say something. But they make the claim in their in their big uh, glossy magazine, expensive magazine, that that's about all you get. They make the claim that um, they have the most economical, the best value in the industry at $750 um, all Western states. Well, that's bullshit. Um, because we do $150 all 50 states. You have to bleep that and bleep. No, you don't have to. That was an adjective. Um, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, good, Kelly says. Oh, good. We can use them as adjectives. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's, it's not right. Does that make sense? And, and I'm not saying we're perfect. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if you're looking at, uh, at a, at a application service, or information one this podcast costs you nothing we want to give this information to you okay we're happy you were listening today all right but number two um if you are looking for an application service we would love to have you become a part of our community okay we send out bi-weekly um newsletters is that right um what's that called the, the outdoor insights okay every six weeks we send out a newspaper Every six to eight weeks, we send out a um, newspaper, sheet, yeah. um, right, broadsheet, and that's called no Rolling Bones No Boundaries, and uh, it's chalked with information, just packed with it, okay? We have our updates on, if you go to um, uh, Book the Hunt um, on Instagram, okay, uh, we have a lot of information there, all right, that we're always giving out, our Instagram, our Facebook and then we do have uh, reminder services mm -hmm. that are, are complimentary. You register with us. You don't even have to be a member. We'll send you all the reminder services. All you do is go to your dashboard, yep. go under um, reminders, and click what states you want reminders in, and tell us if you want them emailed, text, or both, and we'll get them for you. So there's a lot of uh, value that we work every day at bringing, and you girls live and breathe this, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Um, I dream I, about it. I, I mean, you do. You dream about it. And, and, and I know yesterday this is so close because we, we spent an hour with each of you and did a review and because it's the beginning of a new year. And we said, what are your angst? Um, what are you most excited about? And what does the future look like? And how can we support your, your part of the business better? And if these guys on this call could only hear the response that these two gals give because they love serving you out there and we would love you to have you be a part of our community. So in closing, Brad, w one or two thoughts about um, Wyoming applications. Bone Cave hashtag 23 is coming this year. <laughs> so, yeah, we got we got, get some get yeah, some success get pictures of Wyoming elk. Send them to us. Are so. you applying this year with all your points? Well, I'm applying for elk in Wyoming. You are. Yep. Exactly. I, and I'll be. I, will that be rifle rut? I think it'll be rifle right. Yeah. So here's here's my dilemma. I have I, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I have dilemmas. I want to I want to draw my moose tech. Nobody's gonna feel sorry for him at the end of this uh, diatribe. Well, I'm just I'm gonna sit mm. out Mo Montana moose, but I, I'm my clock is ticking. My biological clock for my my uh, Wyoming moose, so to Are speak. Are you having is a ticking. baby moose? Right. <laughs> so I'm worried. I'm worried about uh, drawing my tag. So I want. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw. Or I'm gonna apply for Wyoming, and then I and then I'm gonna I'm gonna keep buying. I'll get a couple points, and try to hunt it as many times as I can in a row. Then, but I've got I've got a lot of points, mm -hmm. so I want to draw, and get out of the you know sitting on points because I I'm about done sitting on points. I want to hunt, 
Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to apply. Let's see what happens. Draw. I think I should draw this year for elk. Um, I should have a really good unit. And hopefully the next year I'll draw moose. Closing comments, Kelly, for um, Wyoming applications. We have incredible outfitters in Wyoming. Um, I do exit interviews with all of our clients that go into camp. Um, I do exit interviews with our outfitters to hear how everything went. And I can't even express the um, feedback that I got from our outfitters in our camps. Incredible. And we've got camps for every budget. Mm -hmm. Every sort of kind of hunt you want to do. Don't forget, you can hunt crossbow in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, you know, max point holders just starting out, you know, people right in the middle of the line. You know, Chris and Brad are going to are gonna hunt this year, hopefully, and we'll draw them that tag. And they're right in the middle with, you know, nine points. And oh, right in the middle with nine points. Is that crazy? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. But we, my point is, you know, we've got just incredible relationships with Wyoming elk outfitters. Mm -hmm. We we really really do. I in fact I I get excited just talking to some of our clients when when I get these reports back. You know, they're talking about going hunting. I mean, these guys drew with general tags. He's getting a party together. John Stevens we sent killed his first elk, had a phenomenal trip and he said, "I'm bringing five guys and we're going to start <laughs> getting points and we're all going back together." So, I mean, that's the exposure you get when you when you go hunting and you go experience these camps and mm -hmm. you um, share it. We just have we have phenomenal camps Wyoming's in Wyoming. A really neat state. Excellent, yeah. well stated, Kelly. Sophie, you got the closing comments outside of me saying goodbye to everybody. <laughs> oh, hey, well, no pressure. Um, yeah, I mean, really, it's like Brad had touched on it earlier. It's getting started in it and navigating it with the resources that are made available to you. That is going to make it attainable. And once you get in there and you know it's making it work for you and there's no better time to start than the present <laughs> excellent and do it now before things change because you know it will <laughs> yeah exactly right you True. want to you want to start getting a basis mm -hmm. built so you can get in the stream with their ever-changing uh current if you will oh, so yes. listen we appreciate you so much joining us today and i want to encourage you to head on over to rollingbones.com and check out our membership fifty dollars 150 dollars or 500 dollars a year Okay, those are annual memberships. Um, so there's one for everybody, whether you want to start applying in one state and give us $50 to help you do that or 150 unlimited states or 500 and your whole family and everybody, we take care of everything. Beat that, St. George or wherever you're from down there, boys. Come on, let's talk about value. Let's bring the pen to the value fight and we will beat you up. All right. Anyway, no, I'm just having fun with it, guys. We love everybody in the industry and hope them all the best and wish them great success, okay? Listen, here's what we do have that none of the other ones have. We have a help. We are here to help. We have a hunt expedition layaway plan. It's gaining momentum every single day. Uh, you're doing this every day, day in, aren't you, Kelly? 100%. Uh, um, people go, listen, I want to hunt three years from now. I want to hunt four years from now. Kelly, what can you do for me? Give me $1,500, give me $2,000, we'll secure your spot, we'll send some money to the outfitter, they know you're coming, we have credit, we have credibility with them, and then you start making an amortized payment to us over three to five years, 90 days before, you're ready to go. Kelly has you a package out the door, and they're picking you up in wherever in this United States, actually the world you want to go, we have something to help you, it's called a Hunt Expedition Layaway Plan. So. Anyway, check us out. If you have any questions, call 605-644-8000 if you want to talk to a human being. And uh, you have questions once you go to our website, ask for Sophie Kelly. Actually, 
they're on the directory. You can just push a button and go right to their desk. Bombard them, overwhelm them. They're not busy enough. I'm teasing. We just hired staff for both of them this week. So anyway, until next time, we appreciate you listening. Share this with somebody. Um, You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you be safe, stay healthy, and happy hunting.